Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Trust and Believe. I'm your host, Shanti, and I'm so excited about this episode because it will be a continuation of last week's episode when some of my lovely Fit Fam joined me in Arizona where we had a live podcast recording. And we also had a nice photo shoot for Shanti Apparel. But anyway, we're going to continue the conversation. Please go watch this on YouTube if you haven't been able to watch it there. Also, leave us a review because I really like to know some of the things that you love about the podcast so I can keep the topics coming strong. Get ready to trust and believe. This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There was another subject we wanted to talk about, which is so crazy. Mandy was talking about injury. How many people deal with injuries and they're like, oh, my God, I don't know if I can move forward. So we were talking about, you talked about how do you work through injuries. So I think some of you were on the live uh, interview with Dr. Z a few days ago. I did an interview with a physical therapist. He used to be a chiropractor, ex-bodybuilder. I think he still is bodybuilding because that body's right, honey. But, um, uh, but... You know, we, we, we asked the question about if I'm injured, can I still move through the injury, right? And, and you know, it was important. He was like, yes, and this, that, and the third. But to your point, like right now I have two injuries that are, it's insane. Like my shoulders are in a tremendous amount of pain. When I was in Monaco, you saw that physical therapist in my room at 2 a.m. I wasn't being fast. <laughs> I'm married. So I get to I get to Monaco and I remember I I had to do this event and I remember like wow Pierre's here and these really great physical therapists are here and this is where being positively selfish comes in like in the past I would never have called somebody who lives in France that's on another job like three hour flight away you know to selfishly come whatever so I just he sent me a message and I was like hey you know. I'm in Monaco, oh, you know, do you mind coming down? And he's like, I don't think I can because whatever. And then two hours later, he was like, I think I can make it. Like, can you get my flight? And I was like, yes. He was like, when I arrive, I don't care what time it is, you know, we'll do a session. So we did a session from, like, I think 1130 to, like, 
almost 1 32 o'clock in the morning and he really worked on my knees because even though the stem cell works but it's still you know i still needed to back it up through something but one of the things that i learned because when i do squats is extremely painful and a lot of you are going to like this what i'm about to say so y'all know when I'm having you do squats, even in Let's Get Up or the Insanity section, and I'm like, pulse, and I'm like, get low, and I'm like, stay down here. He was like, you are fucking up your meniscus when you do that. From like, so I'm not going to make y'all do that anymore. <laughs> Only because I can't do it. But it, no, 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 no. This month. So you'll see the, the workouts that I do the workouts that I have coming up in body, they're full squat. So prior to going to him, you know, I would do moves like that. And he was like, you're really messing up your meniscus. You like have to do full deep squats. And so I was able to be on my toes and bring, take my butt to my heels after stem cell. But it was really tough for me to do super deep squats. And he like gave me this, um, this regimen to do. So now... Fast. I'm coming in fast. So there's a move this month in one of my Let's Get Up workouts where you have a uh, however heavy. I had a 30. And I really can go all the way down and all the way up and all the way down. And I, I literally could not do that before him. And he's like, you have to work through it. Like, it's pain. He's like, you talk about full. He says it in his French accent. You know, full range of motion. And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, well, you have to do that in your squats. Like, you can't stop. So you'll see some of the, the and, and a lot of the exercises we will be doing for, for range of motion. But work through the injury. So I think you've heard this story before, but I'm going to tell you again because you asked about it. We were in New York City. I just found out that I was going to get the cover of Men's Health. Was I the first gay man on the cover of Men's Health? Uh, openly. Oh, openly. Um, and I, I was playing tennis. I was playing tennis. I was like, oh, my gosh. And I backed up, and I pulled my calf muscle. And so I'm like, so the Men's Health shoot was in six weeks. And I'm like, you have to be bleeping kidding me. I don't know why I'm saying bleeping. But I went into, well, what is it that I can do? Because I believe that a lot of times when people get injured... Or maybe they gain 15 pounds and they realize it. They look at that as a, a point to either complain or give up when every injury is, is workable. When every pound, I don't want to say it's losable, but it's workable, right? Because weight loss doesn't happen fast. I'm fast, but weight loss doesn't happen fast. <laughs> what are you going to do? Like, am I going to show up to the men's health cover not right? No. Pull my calf muscle, lifted weights. Put my diet in check. Did push-ups on one leg. Once I was able to put my foot down on the floor, I danced on one leg. I didn't move laterally, but I was making up choreography. And I, what, what can you do, right? There are some things that are extremely debilitating where you're like, oh, my gosh, but I can still move my legs, right? There's, you know, I can still hold a plank, get into that position. So... If you're dealing with an injury, there's always something that you can do. And if you can't physically do anything, you have to work the mental muscle. Because the mental muscle, the mental muscle is going to be the thing to make you eat right. Not perfect. Eat right. Okay? 
right for you. You know, so so these are the things like you still have to work that mental muscle, even when your physical muscles are just down that even, you know, just reading some of your messages on Instagram or reading some of your posts that just also filters in to like the biggest injury that I think we've all been through in some way is stress and grieving. Right. We it's OK to grieve. It's OK to be stressed. These are all injuries in our lives. Right. And it's so it might feel really insensitive or sound really insensitive for me to say, but you can move through it. You can move through it. You don't have to get over it. I hate when people tell me to get over it. No, 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 no. You don't have to get over it, but you can move through it. I remember when I was learning tennis and it would stress me. I can't tell you how many rackets I've broken in my day, which is some people find it embarrassing, but most of the coaches that I have think it's great. And then I end up winning the match after I break a racket. Well, I used to say when, um, when, I was, when I would play tennis and I was having a really tough time, I was like, well, what's the one thing that I love doing? I love dancing. So when I'm out on the tennis court and I'm having a really tough time, I'm like, dance with the ball. Right? If you have that stress going on, dance with the stress. You don't have to enjoy the stress but turn on the music and dance with the stress. Sit there in your mind. I'm telling you, when I put on Brandy or India Ari, I can have the worst anxiety and worst stress in my life in the music. Like, I get lost in the chords. And they're even better with a gummy. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> we ain't doing that after the movie. Unless you're ready. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's that's after party after party. <laughs> but you know, like so, all of these things, these moments, these these things that we're going through. If we want to be really honest, they're all injuries. Like putting up that mask that we talked about. This is an injury to your soul. Things that happen to you that you didn't ask for. Things that happen to you that you did ask for. Things that you created on your own by not being honest with yourself. It doesn't matter. If you did it or if it was done to you, just like no body is better than the rest, no injury is better than the rest, no stress. is my, my sexual abuse is no better than or worse than a divorce. You know, my sexual abuse is not worse than you getting fired from your job. It's not because this is what you are going through. And if we collectively dance with the injury, dance, you know, when you were in your house and you felt something in your old house, and you sat there, you, that was dancing with it, like understanding, you know? We dealt with some paranormal stuff. We ain't going to talk about that, but it's true, and I believe in it because I have a whole story. But anyway, you know, I want you guys to, like, if I want to close there before I open it up to, like, more questions, I think that every single person in here can do this. Like, everybody in here is smarter than the rest of us about something, right? Whether it's overcoming struggle whether it's overcoming a health problem, whether it's what you do for work, you know, we're all, we all are an elite at something. And so I would just really invite you either tonight or in the group is like lean on each other. It's really important because if you're in this room, then you know what success feels like, you know, what struggle feels like, you know, what living feels like, you know, what being different feels like. And I think that we should learn how to also lean on each other as we're going through our own dances now with that said does anyone have any specific questions so if you are naturally a 12 mm. and you show up as a 9 
Wait, what's uh, if you're naturally a twelve? Like, what do you mean? No, you're a ten. So let's 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 um let's before you continue your question, I want to be very clear about something. I don't believe in 120 percent. I think it's bullshit. I think 120 percent is bullshit, and I think telling somebody telling somebody that they're 12 out of 10 is bullshit. No, because you're a 10, and if you give 100 percent, that's fine. You know, you're 100. Just if you're in a relationship and you're like, oh my god, I give 120 percent. No, you give 100 percent. They just need to pull the fuck up, right? <laughs> Like, just, let's, let's call a spade a spade. 100% is 100%. Like, you don't get extra credit in life. Right? Like, the way DNA, I mean, you fine as fuck, but, like, you ain't a 12. You know what I mean? You're a 10. You're a 10. I'm giving you a 10. I mean, you know, maybe you be hitting that 12 spot in the bedroom, but you're a 10. Okay? You can take two points from now and get your 12. But at the end of the day, I just want to, like, I want to put everybody in a, a like, we all got 10. If it's, a, if it's a 1 out of 10, nobody's a 12. Like, we a 10. Energy-wise, I know. I get it. But go ahead. I just wanted to. Naturally a 10. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> and you show up as an 8, mm. right? And then how do you, like, reconcile that difference when people point it out? Oh. And how do you reconcile that difference in yourself? Right? I'm showing up as an 8. I should be a 10. I'm naturally a 10. People mm. expect me to be a 10. But I'm, a, I'm an eight today. Yeah. Right. Oh, my gosh. So congratulations on being human. <laughs> because ebbs and flows are like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, the earth isn't flat. It's not a flat earth for flat earthers if you're a flat earther. <laughs> and even if it were, there are hills and valleys and mountains and people climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Okay? So, like, imagine you climbing up a mountain. Like, you're going to need a break. I used to be like that. I used to be a level 10. You know what I mean? Like, I used to be a level 10 and be like, and then people would be like, what's wrong? When I was like a four, because I would crash hard, you know? And it's just like, I think I had to ask myself, was I forcing myself to be a 10 when I'm really at a good spot as an eight? You know what I'm saying? Because I think there's two things that happen when you show up, when you show up as a 10, Right? Either you feel really great and you're in that zone, or you feel pressure to be at your at what you consider your best. When being at a six is like completely fine, because if I'm in a room full of people, I'm not going up to the ten. I'm like, because that's gonna be a lot of energy. I'm going to the six because I want to sit on the couch and chill, right? But if you feel like a ten, like be a ten that day. But I think that you just understand, like you have ebbs and flows. So that's for you. But when people come up to you and be like, what's wrong? I'm just living my best life, and this is what I got for you today. If you were raised to be a people pleaser, mm. and that's why you got love from your parents or any attention from your parents, how do you kind of undo that? If you were raised to be a people pleaser and you got love from your parents, so that was one of the things that gave you confidence, if you were, how do you undo that? Scott, can you come answer this question? <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Acknowledging it is the first step. 
understanding that what you're doing is not for yourself. It's for someone else. Mm. It's actually a little bit for yourself because I am a people pleaser. I, all my life, uh, I, I, even today, I enjoy doing things for other people. Uh, I don't know why. I still think about it. I, I am in my head a lot. Why do I do the things that I do? That question is there a lot. And is it because I actually enjoy it or is it because I'm doing it for someone else and I'm pleasing them so therefore it's pleasing me? So I think it's about having that conversation of figuring out why you're pleasing someone else. Because uh, if you're not pleasing yourself, what I realized was if you aren't, if you aren't pleased with who you are, mm. You really can't please other people. You can fake please, and I did it for 38 years of my life. It's about having the conversation to figure out why you're doing it. Why, why, why are you pleasing? Why are you uh, going and doing this? Why are you doing that? Why, you know, it's like, um, okay, your own little therapy session, having a question and answer, and then like sitting with it, and then coming back to it and then going back to it again. So for, for me, I realized the reason why I was pleasing other people is because if they're happy, they won't ask me questions about me. They won't, they will be my friend and they won't worry about me because I've pleased them. The, the questions of, are you gay? Like, who are you seeing? Like, um, you're a fag, like all these things. Uh, I've had that conversation recently in my brain because I'm trying to figure out why I still do the things that I do. But it is, it's about the deflection. Like, mm. for me, it was, okay, if I make you happy, you won't ask anything about what's going on over here. And, and if you ask the question, I can, I can do my best to answer it, but the deflectors... Are, are, are can only deflect so much. You know, I watch Star Trek all the time and I love Star Trek. <laughs> They're like, shields at 20%. I'm like, yes, shields are at 20%. I cannot deflect this anymore because I am, I, you know, they went from 80 to 75 to like 60. Now they're at 20 because the people are like, what's wrong with you? Like, why don't you like girls? Like, why are you not dating? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like you're only with girls for two weeks. Like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, shields at 20%. Like, I don't. I know why, but I don't want to communicate it to you. Mm. And so uh, it's about fig first for me. It's understanding uh, why you're doing what you're doing, and then being able to then apply it to. Okay, I know why I'm doing it, and therefore I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm going to figure out why I'm doing it, so therefore I can do it for me. Mm. Because. Uh, once I realize what works for me, then I can even become a better person or a version of myself. You know, uh, today I was doing interviews and someone said to me, uh, which was very nice. They're like, oh, my God, it's so easy to talk to. And I'm like, or, you know, I love that you, you and Sean, the stuff that you do for your community and for just people in general in life is wonderful. And I was like, I always think that that compliment is, is interesting because uh, I'm just being me. I wasn't 38 years and I say, you know, I've said this before, that before I met Sean, I was living life in black and white. And when I met him and I realized that I can be myself and it's free and that I will always have him by my side and I love him more than life itself, uh, I live life in color. And so I now, because of that, people are like, I'm, you guys are so amazing. And I'm like, I'm just being me. And that is the most amazing thing ever. So once you understand why you're doing what you're doing, ask yourself that question. Why are you pleasing other people? Mm -hmm. And 
it may take a little bit, but once you figure that out, then you can then make a step to change it if you want to or continue to do it if you want to or at least pick and choose when you want to do it. So. And then I just want to say um, thank you. I think it's really interesting. I never heard people like, I'm pleasing you so you don't ask me about me. And in closing, I want to say, I think, I don't know, you said something about the sun that just like made me go here. So maybe you know this and maybe you don't. But did you know, and the sun is also battling with space and time. So I don't know if you noticed, but in five million years, our sun will burn out, right? A lot of people don't know that. And so one of the things that's I found to be really amazing about that is because I'll always be like, oh, my God, I want to live forever. But I'm like, no, I don't, bitch, because I don't want to be around when that happens. <laughs> it's going to be hot. It's, it's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. And I love living in Arizona, but that's just too hot, <laughs> hot for me. So here's what I want. And this is coming from a person that I should probably hook up with one of your therapists, one of your therapist friends to talk about this more. But, like, my fear of death got a little bit better when I realized that our son was going to die, too. Son as in the sun. The not, sun. Not, not one of our sons, but no. as in no. as the, the sun the that sun. heats our earth. Yep. The sun. Calm down. It's all right. I'm just, I'm clarifying for Tracy and Kenosha that does not understand. She sees me. Like, that helped me a lot. But beyond that, it also helped me with the fact that, you know, like, I really, I, too, in my, you know, I, we always say we're going to live to be 100. It's just a nice round number. But, like, it's such a small amount of time, and I take up such a small amount of space. So if that big-ass sun that fuels us, fuels our plants, you know, if that's going to die, too, then I need to do as much as I fucking can while I'm here. Like, I need to do it. I need to do everything I can to have a good-ass time. And when I'm not having a good-ass time, I need to do everything I can to work through it, you know? And so it's like, if, if there's one thing that I believe that we think we lost, and which is why I think we are so, we all needed this tonight. The pandemic, we think it took time away from us, right? Like, we, we, we think it took time away from us, but it actually gave us a lot of time. And it made us look within. It made us make the mistakes. It made us sit in turmoil. And I will congratulate everyone here, and this has nothing to do with COVID. I I congratulate you on being here today. Meaning, like, being here just because, like, like, you made it. And how many people patted themselves in the back for making it through a crazy-ass pandemic? You know, it became a part of our lives. We got shut down. We got stuck in the house. Some of us, some of us still travel a little bit, you know. <laughs> but it was rough, you know. And like I, like I told you, like I had some revelations. I ignored myself. But it does not matter. There was still time. We didn't lose time. You learned a lot about yourself. You had to be stuck in the house with your spouse. You argued about the first three months. We argued about, I don't know what we was arguing about. We still had sex, though, so that was good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> brother, I still was getting mine, honey. I said we could we could do all this mess all you want. We still shutting it the fuck down, bitch. So, <laughs> but anyway, we didn't lose time. We did not lose time. We did not lose time. We did not lose time. Just know that the decisions you make, they're the right ones for that time. And if they need to be fixed, you're the one that has to take ownership and fix it. 
And the last thing I'll say, and I'll talk about this another time, I'm just going to finish with this. Besides saying trust and believe in who you are, just know that you can't rush greatness. You can't rush greatness, but you can live highly in your space and time. Thank you all so much for being here today. I love y'all. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 